Hey everybody, we just explored Freud's view on personality, the most ancient view that emphasizes the importance of the unconscious mind. You will also explore humanistic theory, behaviors theory, and social cognitive theory um, this week. Today, we will explore personality, our consistent behaviors across time and situation as relatively distinctive and measurable. Unlike all other theories of personality, trait theory focuses on describing personality versus explaining how and why it develops. According to trait theory, personality is measurable and individual differences are meaningful. So, how would you describe your own personality? Are you relatively shy or outgoing, relatively optimistic or pessimistic? How about your best friend's personality? How about Lady Gaga's personality? Do personality traits really mean anything? Unlike Freud's projective test, uh, personality traits, according to trait theory, are measured using reliable self-report surveys to the extent which people accurately and fully report their own behaviors and thoughts, these survey results are meaningful. Importantly, self-report surveys for traits are reliable, meaning they show similar results over time, and valid, meaning traits predict important life outcomes. For example, levels of trait conscientiousness, which we'll explore in a moment, predict school achievement, as well as with on-the-job achievement. So let's explore the big five trait theory. Turns out the English language has over 100,000 words for traits. Luckily, we don't have to ask you about all 100,000. Instead, um, these words for personality can be grouped into five factors. And those factors are abbreviated using the acronym OCEAN or CANOE. As a tip here, use acronyms and self-relevant memory, also that elaborative rehearsal as you internalize theories and ideas in this chapter. First, the O stands for openness or openness to new experiences. People who score high in openness are curious, flexible, and imaginative. C stands for conscientiousness. People who score high in conscientiousness tend to be diligent, well-organized, dependable, responsible. E stands for extroversion. Extroversion is often misunderstood. Um, it involves a variety of traits, uh, including being outgoing, social, energized by other people, upbeat, friendly, and assertive. The lower end of extroversion is introversion, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you hate other people. That's a misunderstanding. It means instead that you tend to gain energy by spending time by yourself, right? So you can enjoy time with others, but you need that um, time alone to recharge. The A in OCEAN stands for agreeableness. Um, you are relatively agreeable and high in that if you are sympathetic, trusting, cooperative, and straightforward. You work well with others. The N stands for neuroticism. So the opposite of this is emotional stability. If you are high in neuroticism, you are less emotionally stable, you're anxious, hostile, oftentimes tend to be self-conscious, insecure, and maybe even vulnerable. So these big five traits actually predict some meaningful life outcomes. Consider, for example, traits like conscientiousness that predict ac uh, academic achievement. What traits do you think best predict career success? Are they different for men and women or by gender? How about divorce? Can you think of a couple of traits on here that would strongly predict either divorce or marital stability? How about health?
enjoy exploring the chapter this week on those. Traits, remember, are a good predictor of average behavior, who you consistently are across time and situation, how relatively introverted or extroverted you are. Traits are not a good predictor for any one behavior. You'll explore your own personality in the tippy activity this week. Okay, so to wrap up, I want to address one more final question, right? Back to this nature-nurture debate. Are your personality traits more influenced by nature or by nurture? So as you'll recall, in chapter four, we tapped into this question a bit. Psychologists use trait theories to study twins. And in so doing, they explore the nature-nurture debate. Consider something like your trait well-being. How happy are you generally across time and situation over success and failure? Do you think this level of happiness comes from your genes or more like your learning and environment? Back to that nature-nurture debate. So for each of the big five traits and for traits like happiness or well-being, um, we can use twin studies to explore these. So for example, identical twins across the big five traits show more similar personality traits than fraternal twins, indicating there's a role for genes or biology in shaping these big five traits. If you are interested in exploring the nature-nurture debate for well-being, check out the optional article on twin studies and well-being below. Enjoy your day.